Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. There has unfortunately been a lot of debate about the importance of fathers in the lives of their children over the last decade or so in our culture. In a swing away from any sort of patriarchal society or value, there has been a devaluing of the importance of husbands and fathers in the home. But this is not a biblical move. The Bible consistently communicates the importance of men in their role both in the church and also in the family. And while that reality has been abused to be sure, we must not move so far away from it that we err in the other ditch. Rather, we need to see what Scripture is actually calling husbands and fathers to. Over the last few episodes, we've been trying to do just that. Last time, specifically, we looked at the command from Paul to Christian parents. And we discussed the responsibility that fathers specifically have in that. Now, today, we're going to discuss this one more time. So, let me read Colossians 3, verse 21, and then I want to speak directly to the role dads need to play in the life of their children. So, this is Colossians 3, verse 21. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. By way of quick recap, last time we discussed how this really is an exhortation to parents, both moms and dads. And while both parents play a pivotal role in living out this command, it is ultimately the father's responsibility that this is happening. And specifically, it is commanded that parents must not provoke their children. My youngest son has this specific kind of stuffed animal blanket thing that he sleeps with. And if I were to jokingly take it away from him late at night to kind of playfully hide it so that he has to go find it, he will absolutely lose it. He thinks he won't get to sleep with it, and it frustrates him immediately. I did it a handful of times until I realized it really does provoke him to be emotionally volatile and pretty angry. And what started as a joke and what I thought was funny, I realized was provoking him to anger and I needed to stop. That's what Paul is talking about here. Do not provoke or unnecessarily stir up anger in your child. Now, the question we need to ask is, why? Why is that so important for Paul? Of all the commands he could give parents or dads specifically, why is it not to provoke them or stir them to anger? Well, look at the last phrase of the verse. Paul says, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. What a haunting line. Our provoking our children will cause them to be discouraged. Think about the situation in Colossae for a second. The church is young. It's small. There's widespread persecution. If you are provoking your child You are not setting them up to be encouraged to follow the faith and follow your example, but you are leading them to disobey and fall away from the faith. Your provoking your child might cause them to be discouraged with you or even discouraged in the faith, which is a reality for many families today. 
And you might not even just see it in their faith. They could be discouraged in their obedience to you, discouraged about their view of themselves or about life in general. Whatever the outcome might be, we must never allow ourselves to be a discouraging presence in our kids' lives. We must be the primary encouragers for our kids. And that is true for moms and dads. It would do wonders for a child's emotional, mental, and spiritual health growing up if their parents were the primary encouragers in their life. So take a moment, and especially if you are a mom or dad, I want you to ask yourself the question, are you a primary encourager in your children's life? Yes, we are to instruct and discipline. Yes, we need to teach and correct. But we need to be their primary encouragers. Your child should not have to go outside the home to find encouragement in who they are. So ask, how do you consistently encourage your kids? Or maybe ask yourself, when do you encourage your kids? Is it only when they obey? Only when they do what you want them to do? Only when they excel at something? We need to be perpetual encouragers for our kids. And with that, let me end by addressing dads. Encouragement from authority figures, leaders, and parents is all vital in a kid's life. Every child needs that. But studies have shown that encouragement and presence from dads are at the top of the list of impactful relationships for a child. So dads, listen to me. Do not provoke your kids, but be a source of joyful, life-giving encouragement. You know, speaking about this idea, I have wondered before that if I encourage too much or tell my kids too much how great they are, that it will just make them prideful. But here's the reality. I don't think a kid can ever hear too often how much their dad loves them, how much he's proud of them, and that he thinks the world of them. Never. Like a 75-year-old will still melt if their 100-year-old dad looks them in the eye one more time and says that he loves them and is proud of them. We need this. All of us need this, and your kids need this. You can give them confidence and courage like no one else can. In fact, I'm sure that anyone listening to this right now has stories from when your dad didn't do this. When your dad could have had a moment of encouragement and he gave you critique instead. When you look to your dad in the stands and he wasn't there or he was looking down or looking on his phone. When you felt discouraged after a failure and he was silent. We all have stories like this. But I guarantee you, if you had any relationship at all with your dad, you also have opposite times that stick in your mind too. A moment where he showed up. A moment where he encouraged. A moment where he hugged. A moment when you knew that he was proud of you. Please, dads, give yourself to this. Commit today every day that you will tell your kids that you love them and that you are proud of them. When they've done something amazing, tell them you're proud of them. When they failed a test, 
work through the problem and tell that kid you are proud of them no matter what. That will not make them weak or proud or soft. It will give them great encouragement and stability in life. You can radically form the well-being of your child by doing the simple things of telling them you love them, telling them you're proud of them, and being there for them. Be specific about who they are, how God has wired them, and what God is doing in their life, and give them courage through speaking that into their life. Dads, you can do this. Even if your dad didn't, you can begin. The Father will help you, and the Spirit will guide you. Dads, let's begin today. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Thank you.